Yeah, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rob, back again with another episode of From My Experience Podcast, and I need to thank every last one of you, my listeners, my supporters. Thank you so much. Thank you, those of you, for just the text messages, the comments, the shares, the likes, the subscriptions. I greatly appreciate it. Those of you who have downloaded and used Pass the Peas app, man, download and use Pass the Peas app. Share some recipes on there. Get your family on there. Create some collaborative cookbooks and keep those memories alive, all right? Me, I'm still adapting to my new job, y'all. You know, I just got a new job not too long ago. Uh, and it's cool. You know, I'm in training. Y'all know how that goes. Training is just a long, drawn-out process where you want to skip ahead because you done done this like a million times, but the company got like new stuff in the, you know, in the training program, so you got to like chill, play your role. So instead of me trying to jump out in front, you know what? I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to observe. I'm going to learn my role, and then I'm going to do it to the best of my ability when I'm out of training. I am done with the phase of my life where people recognize my greatness and want to take immediate advantage it's like, nah, you got to pay me for that. Or where, where's the incentive for me to do more? I'll do more when it's necessary. But just to expect absolutely more when you're not giving me more, we're not doing that no more. All right? That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in a while, we have a guest in the building. Now, y'all know, I just scroll Instagram. I scroll Facebook. And... This brother actually just popped up on my timeline. I wasn't following him. He wasn't following me. And I had to invite him on the show for a very, very, very special reason, which I'll get to right after I introduce him. But ladies and gentlemen, we have internationally recognized truth coach, Mr. Randy Howell Jr. Hey, how you doing, brother? It's a look. It's a it's a, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate I appreciate you reaching out. You know, people don't understand that social media. You know, I I, I this is what I do it for. I don't do it for. I really don't do it for the likes. I do it to meet people like you, brother. And I'm excited about this conversation. I can't wait. Man, I appreciate that, man. You know. You are what I would call a hidden gem on social media. And the hidden wow. gems are the people who just share real and authentic moments, man. And the, and the reason I wanted to invite you on the show is I had a very tight relationship with my father who passed away when I was in college. And the video I saw of you was you were in your truck and you were talking about a time. I think you lied to your dad about something. like yeah. <laughs> So I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I could totally relate to this, man. Then I went through your content, and I was like, yo, he's perfect for the show because here from my experience podcast, y'all know we promote positivity. So I'm like, yo, let me get him on the show. And here we are today, man. So I just want to thank you for sharing such a candid moment on social media like that. Hey, man, transparency. That's what we need in life. You know, uh, you know, if we, it is ironic that, that, that you found me on social media because people put up a false personification on social media you know but i I try to be randy all the time and and transparency is the best way for me to do it because at the end of the day brother as a 48 year old man i need those younger than me as well as older than me to learn from the mistakes that i made because i'm trying to make all relationships better not just mine that's what yeah see y'all y'all see perfect fit 
That, that I say that all the time on here. I have people like yourself, and I share my own stories on here because I don't want the people coming in behind me, or shoot, even the people who are after me thinking about doing something that I've done. I want to share those experiences so they won't make those mistakes, man. Because you, mis- you yes. know, you got to recover from the mistakes, y'all. But you know, this this is why we're here, okay? To spread the positivity. So. Can you tell us, you, you have an interesting story here. So, <laughs> you are a truth coach. Yes. What is a truth coach? Right, man. So, I actually started out as a life coach. I started out, you know, as, as this life coach. And okay. After, after, after a couple of clients, I realized, I was like, man, is life not the problem? <laughs> <laughs> Life, it's not life that's the problem, you know. It's the people that I'm dealing with, they're not living within their own truth. Mm-hmm. And, and I reflected upon myself. Um, we, we become so afraid in life to <laughs> just hurt other people's feelings. Yes. Especially those that are very, very close to us. So we get into these things, these traumatic situations, and, and, and people only want to see the trauma as these these things that you see on TV, the big things, you know, the, yeah. the sexual abuse, the, the physical abuse, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's not always where it is. But the truth will set you free in those things that people don't see. Mm-hmm. See, if you're not, say, just like I'll use my, I love to use myself as an example because I don't like throwing about in the bus, but myself. Same, <laughs> so, same. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I grew up in a happy home, brother. I had mother, father. They loved me. They did everything they did. But, but through my tutelage, through my, I, I came up in a, in a in a very strict religious background. Okay. That was traumatic for me. Now, I could have just continued to live in misery. I had suicidal thoughts, levels of depression. Uh, I, I just wanted to disappear because I felt like me disappearing would make everybody around me happier. Hmm. But that wasn't my truth, brother. My truth was, mom, dad, I love you. I, I, I really do. I appreciate everything you did. But every decision that you made for me that you didn't let me have input in, I wasn't satisfied with. That's, and that mm, that's bled, the truth for you. But that bled into my relationship with my wife and my kids. So I started raising my kids in the way that I did not agree with. Mm-hmm. So my truth was I had to say, Mom, I love you, and I appreciate the knowledge that you give gave me, but I'm going to write my own chapter. I'm going to figure it out my own way because I want different results as it relates to my kids as they become younger. Yes. So, you know, that's where the truth coach came from. It came from my, my story, bro. It came from me understanding that just because it may not be big to you, hey, it's big to me. And yes. what really matters first and foremost is Randy G. <laughs> Hold on, let me give you a round of applause for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it is so. This is a perfect alignment. I did a video near the near. I want to say Novemberish last year, talking about something similar because I'm. Oh gosh, what am I? I'm a millennial. Now I was talking about, it's funny because typically people a little bit older than me, my, you remind me a lot of my mentor, shout out to Corbin J. Millett. Um, He's one of the people that gets it and you're one of the people that gets it. It's kind of like people want to tie you into this system of family and beliefs and all this stuff. And like I, I made a joke about it, but I was serious. It's like until you're like 
40, 50 with like three, four kids, like people treat you like a kid. Like your input don't matter. If you if you ain't as old as them, like age was it. Like you could have a multi-billion dollar corporation. It don't matter. When you come to grandma's house, your aunties and uncles are going to talk to you a certain way and treat you a certain way and don't recognize that you not the little boy that you used to be. And I talk about how my generation has been struggling to respectfully break yes. away from that. Like my, like you just said, because I'm over here lighting up, like mom, dad, auntie, uncle, whoever. I love you, but this is my life. These are the decisions that I'm going to make. And this is this is how I need to see how you need to see me now. I'm not little yeah. Robbie. My whole family called me Robbie. Some of them still call wow. me little Robbie. I'm 38, right? And they bro. still call me this. Yeah. Full grown. They call me little Randy, bro. <laughs> I was like, let me grow up. But eventually things like my podcast and just like work I've done, like my family sees it. I'm talking to them about business opportunities. So I'm also presenting myself in a certain type of way. And I find myself now having completely different conversations with them. But I just wanted to get put that out there because like what you were saying completely resonated. And I haven't found too many people that's, you know, a little bit older than me that kind of get it. And yes. that, that's that's dope, man, that you see, okay, I didn't like this. Dang, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Let me back up. Let me, all right, because yes. I don't want my kids to feel the way that I felt. Because that's... There you go. You, there you it's go. balance. Because people, yes. I've seen people do the same thing, or I've seen them overcorrect and give their kids everything that they didn't have. Yes. So you try, you found a balance. Have you found a balance? Yes. I'm working on it daily, brother. It's, I have a model that I say you have to learn everybody you know daily. Ooh. Every day you have to relearn. If you don't, you're going to get stuck in the past. Think about what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I, I believe in growth. I believe in growth. And with growth, there's change. With change, there comes change in the relationship. Mm. Mm. Daily. <laughs> you heard that daily you got to work at it daily that that's very real because we are dynamic people and the light bulb goes off for us at different times so that day you decide to really buckle down and and learn that day you might catch something that you never saw before that was always there and yep. takes that relationship to the next level man um well, you think about it Rob. why do people practice in athletics they want to get better Every day. So as soon as the game is over, they may take a break, but they're practicing before the next game. Yep. That's how if people got to take life like that, because you expect for those people that are high up in the epsilon of athletics to be great every time you see them. So you do will not accept the fact that they say, you know, I practice through the offseason. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. That was just my little two cents. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love seeing things in sports, man, because that's what everybody watches in some way, shape, form, yeah. or fashion. Can't get away from sports. Do Do you remember exactly what happened or the moment where you decided, you know, you were going to be a life coach? Because I know you say you started off as a life coach, but what happened or what made you decide to want to do that? Go down that path. I actually do, man. Uh, so uh, me and my wife, uh, we had opened a beauty salon, and I walked away from corporate America. So I was the, uh, 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 as as a marketing major, I realized that if I could find a way for my wife to only have to do hair, mm-hmm. we could be successful in this industry. So I came in and I did everything but hair, <laughs> and that in- <laughs> and that included talking to the to the women that were there, you know, and I had. And she said, Randy, and be a be a messenger as a matter of fact. She said, Randy, 
Those conversations we had changed my life. I said, whoa. Bro, that's some big words. Yeah. Those are some big words. You know, but to just have random conversations and someone said this is an impact on your life moving forward. That's it's serious. amazing. So my wife, she's a big researcher. And at the time, I really, you know, I knew about Tony and I knew about E.T. I knew about Gans because I knew about these guys, but I really didn't pay attention to their profession. She said, you know, you're a life coach, right? I was like, dude, I ain't no life coach. I'm just Randy. <laughs> <Yeah>. she, said, <laughs> she said, no, bro, you a life coach. She was like, so I need you to do what you do and get your certifications. And that's what I did. And that's when I had that first client that never opened her blinds. Mm. Work 12 hours as a nurse, and then she would come home and be in the dark. Bro, that's not life. Wow. Bro, that's a personal issue. Yeah. It's something internal that you're not facing. So you're not even living life. So once I got to talking to her and hearing her story, now I was like, wow. There's some things in your some holes in your story that you need to face. You need to stand up to yourself. And you need to stand up to those that you're afraid of. And I'm not saying do it maliciously. I'm just saying go to, sometimes you just have to go to people and say, you know what, I love you. But the way we've been going for the last five years, we got to change it. If not, you're going to lose me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it can be that simple. And from that moment, I realized that it was the truth that wills truly set you free. It's not life. It's the truth. And by her standing in her truth and saying, you know what, I'm not happy. See, the, people don't realize that that statement is a truth. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy. How many people have you met that don't tell you that? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. I'm not happy. But they will tell you that I'm depressed. I have high levels of anxiety. I'm on these Xanax to keep myself sane. You know, these are the things that we hear, but that has to do with not being happy because you're not living in your truth. Right. So... That's where that's where true coach Randy came from. True. The truth shall set you free. How do you help people balance out, or do you help people balance out the delivery of the truth? Because um, wow, you bring me way back. I wrote a blog about this a while back. It reminded me of, reminded me of who I was when I entered college. I was very straightforward, very truthful, but the delivery was bad. Like, it was very yeah, raw, very uncut, you know what I'm saying? And I'm young. I'm 18, 19 years old. I, of course, have learned through my mistakes and people pulling me to the side and giving me an earful that, hey, you know, you could do this in a better manner or a better way. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a, I think that's a, probably a key point in what you do because you're changing someone's mindset. And like you just said, they're standing up to people. So they're probably saying things and using verbiage they've never used before. So I didn't yes, coach someone through sure. that. Well, at the end of the day, I believe that relationships can be repaired, but you can't fix the bad times that you've lived through. So if the delivery is wrong, but you're getting it out, it's okay to me. Okay. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a practicer. <laughs> so, you know, because at the end of the day, you don't want to just go in there and be like, boom, you know, and yeah. talk. But sometimes, bro, I'm going to tell you something. This is true. You don't always have to have a conversation with people. Sometimes you have to change your walk. Mm. Sometimes you have to change your walk and allow the moments to be created within your journey. So, and then and we reflect back on what you said. So I take what you said. You said, you know, they always looked at me as little Robbie. Yep. Then right after that, you said, but 
I started to have my blogs and my podcast and the conversations changed. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to say anything to anybody. You had to change your walk. You had to show them who the new version of Rob is. And then they start to respect who you have become. See, that's what we have to do sometimes. So there's many ways to do it because a lot of times, Rob, you're going to be dealing with people that are so close to you that it can almost be disrespectful. Yeah. Like mom. Yeah. Like dad. So sometimes you have to just show them the different way. And that way you get the best of both worlds. You get an opportunity to change the narrative, but you also get the opportunity to give them the grace to say, I did a good job. Dang. You're you right. <laughs> Yo, you're making me think about myself as a person, man. I'm not, I'm not big on words. That's a gift and a curse, but I'm not big on words because I, I truly believe actions do speak louder than words because people tell you yes. stuff all the time. But when someone actually goes out and does it, it's like, okay. These are results. <laughs> this is a measurable result. You know, that's why I like to just go out there and just do it. So we're going to have a conversation. I can talk about what I've done versus what I want to do. And like you said, yes. it's, it's changed. You know, people, <laughs> people have known me. Okay, let me see. How can I say this? It's an expression, y'all, but people will call me Jamaican because I always have a bunch of jobs. I got and, you, bro. Yeah. They do the same <laughs> that's, way. For the, that's for the audience out there because I try not to offend people, but um, that's what they used to call me. But that even that moniker has faded and people recognize, okay, you're more focused, you're more centered. And you're right. I do like the results that I'm getting, but the funny thing about it is I've learned to use it for the opposite because now when people start to perceive me a certain type of way and I don't like it, I have to sit down and say, whoa, okay, well, what are they talking about? And is it valid? Because sometimes yes. there's some validity to it, but we haven't sat down, like you said, to face ourselves and say, okay, you know what? I do do this, 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 and this, and maybe that's why they say that. So if I don't yes. want this anymore, I need to either have a conversation or like you said, I need to change my walk. There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, looking in the mirror, man. Um in the mirror. <laughs> now, you are a family man and you have one of the toughest jobs in the world and that is being a parent. I was a teacher for 10 years, so I don't have any kids, but I get a glimpse into y'all's world. And you said something, you know, in your questionnaire which was part of the reason why another reason why you became, you know, a truth coach and you said it was the current state of the world from your perspective. And I brought yes. parenting into that because you are helping build a path for your entire family, you know? So yes. you need to be seen with clarity and you do need to be paying attention for potential road bumps and, you know, yes. obstacles that may come that they, that you're trying to prepare them for. So what was it or what, how do you see the world now? What are some things that you're seeing that you're like, all right, we got to see how to navigate this. Well, but we're such we're such in this social media age now. Yep. And 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 that's not reality. Sure. But, like, but like, so I homeschool my kids. My kids have my kids have always been homeschooled. This is before pandemic. My daughters are thirteen and fourteen. And 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 as a fifteen year old, I used to watch Doogie Howser. Yeah, and I remember Doogie. I always wanted a kid that was a prodigy. So when I met my wife, um, I told her that I did. She was like, "That would be pretty cool." So my kids have never been to daycare or anything. So 
and I and I and I give that premise so that you understand that I still deal with the with the things that the parents in the real world deal with mm-hmm. because of social media. Mm-hmm. They see things that look so good to them that they forget where they are at that moment. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and so that's that's what I mean when I say that that's the world right now. Say, hold on, yeah, say that. Was, say that. Say that last part. I remember. Of I remember MySpace. <laughs> you remember <laughs> MySpace? Yeah, MySpace, Black Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Black Planet. Then all of a sudden we had Facebook. Then all of a sudden it was Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and it goes on and it goes yeah. on. And everybody has all of them. All of them. Bro, we only got so many hours in a day. We only got so. So guess what is teaching our kids that? Yeah. That is, as a parent, man, that is one of the hardest things to combat. So what I what I what I've learned, Robbie, is that I, I have a I, I've always done this with my daughter since they were able to coherently have a conversation with me. I have that no parent zone, understanding, respect. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation. Whatever you say, it's a, a a conversation for growth at that moment, and that's how I've been leading my life with my kids. And I tell you. It's usually on a Saturday or Sunday morning. We pretty much every week we have an intimate conversation. We have one this morning, and and and, and it, it always makes us better together. Nice. And, and 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 that's what I would I would encourage parents because I grew up in a hush, be quiet. Same. You you know what I yep, mean. I grew same. up in that type of environment, and I'm like, good God Almighty, at 18 you're gonna put me out of the house? Not literally, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. At 18 you're going to college, you're gonna be. But how am I going to tackle this world when I never knew how to voice my opinion? Mm. Yeah. Parents need to think about the fact that you are raising a tree that will eventually have to stand alone and find a way to nourish itself because nobody is bringing a bucket of water anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if so I you, if I heard that put as smooth as that, but can, can you you wh- wow? I never thought about it like that. That's that's real talk. That, that's real talk. Yeah, that's our key. Allow them an opportunity to make a mistake. Allow them an opportunity to have to understand how to survive when a squirrel and a bird want to live on you. Mm. <laughs> I ain't messing with you. <laughs> Some of y'all missed that. Rewind it. They missed it, but you got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that that's parenting in a nutshell for me, man. So I, I have to give my kids a voice, and I and, and it makes it better because I know that me and my parents' relationship would have been a hundred times better if I was able to speak. And at, at forty, when my daughters are forty-eight. And Lord willing, I'm still here. I want them still to be my daughters that love to talk to their father. Yep. Well, that's important. That's so important to me. <laughs> you you've opened the door for conversation, and you've created a comfort zone. So, as a child who had what you're talking about, my dad was the one in middle school. Um, I would say you're on the right path. Just don't do nothing crazy. But my dad was like yeah. that, <laughs> and 
it's going to pay dividends much later in life. Like I could sit here and talk all day about the lessons my dad gave me, especially when I didn't want to hear them. Boxing would be on Saturday morning cartoons and my dad would just want to have a full blown conversation. But the other thing, the most important, one of the most important things he taught me as far as voicing my opinion is showing my worth by being able to accurately describe my actions. Like if I ever wanted anything, he would say, explain to me why I should buy this to you. So I got to break down my grades, how I'm busting down these dishes. Like I really had to like learn how to converse and give a logical reasoning behind my thinking and what I wanted and what I wanted to do. Because some of us ask for stuff sometimes. And if you think about the reason, it's pretty dumb. But, (laughs) but you know, he taught me to really really sit back and like dang like if i don't if i'm asking for something and i don't even know why i really want it and i can't even explain to you then you're not gonna want to get it and then at that point is do i really need it but that conversation piece was tough um especially when we got older because then you gotta you got that i gotta stand up for myself you you still dead but hold on (laughs) (laughs) i gotta put some of these lessons that you gave me on you but what you're saying is 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 paramount, man. When I was teaching, I would always tell my parents, the best thing you can do for your kids, even if the math is harder for you, even if the reading is hard for you, even if you got a busy week, try to every day, if you can't every day, pick at least three, four days a week, just have 30, 40 minute conversation with your kid and say, hey, how was school? What'd you learn this week? Yes. Like, there, oh. there, there's always going to be something for y'all to talk about and something for you to catch up on, but just having conversations with your kids, not shoving in front of devices. Like they need to know who you are too. That's the other thing. That's that's a whole nother tangent. But what you said, I think your girls will be able to come to you, man, for sure. That's crazy. Cause I, I actually, what you, what your dad does, I do that with my kids right now to this day. If they ask me for anything, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is I'll get it for you, but I need to know why you want it. So go back to your, go back to the beginning and tell me what the process was to get you to ask me for it. Mm. Man, my kids, brother, I, I don't say no often. I tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> brother, when I tell you these girls go back, my, I got one daughter that pretty much brings business, full business plans. Mm. They bring videos. They bring, they bring passages. They convince me that it is important that they do that <laughs> or that they get that. And it's, and, and, but you know what? I'm preparing them for the world. Yes. The critical thinking. The the, yes. It's <laughs> lacking, bro. Like, I'm like the lot, like, it's so. I got another question for you. I'm going to get back to it, but it's scary. It's no, it's just scary because, like, and those of you who don't believe me, go to your kid's school, volunteer, something like that. If your kid is between maybe fourth fourth to eighth grade, maybe even high school, ask yes. some of the kids questions like, you know, how much does a car cost? Give them a regular car like a Toyota Camry. Ask them how much a house costs. Ask them how much they, like, ask them how much some of these practical things in the world that we operate through as adults cost or, you know, how they operate. Most of them cannot answer. They Their brains don't even, it doesn't even make sense. Like, I have had kids tell me, you know, in 2016, oh, houses, oh, $5,000, 10000 no, 20000 I'm like, for an eight-bedroom, five-bath, <laughs> or five acres, like, and then you have someone like your kids or like me, who you've taught to really think through what you're saying, you can hear other people, man, that ain't right. Like, I might not know the answer, but I know that I ain't the answer. <laughs> so that that critical thinking, man, is is so vitally important, man. I'm, you, you're instilling some good stuff in those young ladies. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. I appreciate that. 
All right. Um, tell us about your book, The Truth of the Matter. Is that the name of it? The Truth of the Matter is. Okay. The Truth of the Matter is. Tell us about this book and what inspired it. Man, my life story. My life story. You know, the truth of the matter is not. It's. it's and I, I actually grabbed a copy here because I just want people to know that. <laughs> Signs of a wow. true author. Got a copy near. Hey. I ain't even got my book near me. Oh Lord, you caught hey, me slipping. But you know, it's just it's got it. You think about the titles of, of the the very quick read, very mm-hmm. quick read. Uh, each, everything is it's only like 62, 63 pages, mm-hmm. but each passage is a power punch. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to give you just enough to spark your mind. Okay. But I also wanted to give you enough to not want to get rid of it. Hmm. Put this in your briefcase, in your purse. I wanted it where you know I got things like ego block. You versus you. Trigger warning. These are the titles of the little quick reads. The blind spot. Inside out. You know, yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's it triggers you like, what in the world is this guy talking about? Then you read it and you're like, whoa. Yeah. I was there. That's something that I experienced. Let me let me go back and see what coach talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's what it is. You know, that's why, that's why, you know, that's why players are given the playbook before they go to practice. Yes, sir. They're given the opportunity to see before they act. So there it is. Playbook. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to grab a copy of that. Um, you ain't got to worry about grabbing a copy, brother. Once we get through with this, you're gonna get your personal copy. <laughs> oh! Perks of being a podcast host, man. Yes, I need it. I need to get back on my reading kick. Like typically, everyone who comes on who has something, I always get a copy, or I try to get an autographed copy from everybody just to commemorate sure. and to learn, man. I like those titles too, because um, yeah. I'm hitting a very personal hard reset in my life. Like my life literally got reset in like one of the scariest but best ways. And I learned from it. I came out okay. I'm cool. I'm rebuilding now. So stuff like that is important, especially since yeah. I do want a family. I do want a wife with children and stuff yeah. like that. I'm a little older. Sure. So now my selection is different. But I really need to hone in on being a, the best version of myself and yeah. really saying, okay, Robert Wilson Jr. today, right now, what are you looking for and what do you want? There you go. There you go, bro. That's that's quality. So yeah, it starts it starts here. Yes. It definitely yes. starts here. Yo, how do you balance your work with your your work life and your family life? Because you have a very important role, you know. A lot of people look at coaches as like father figures and just mentors and guides through life, but you also have your own tribe at home. So does it ever get tough with like your coaching schedule versus family time? It doesn't, man, because my life, my I'm blessed, man. <laughs> Bro, I'm blessed. My my wife, I, my wife, my kids and my wife work with me. Oh man. <laughs> and man, like literally they work with me. So we're together like twenty four hours a day for real for real. And my wife is actually my manager. So truth I, Call my house Truth University because it's 24 <laughs> 7. <laughs> wow. You might have just cracked the code. Y'all heard I, that? I did. I believe I did, man, because at the end of the day, my kids, oh my God. Bro, my wife, first of all, she's my number one fan. How'd you she's meet a, your wife? 
God. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Many people don't want to believe it, man. But uh, so this is a crazy story. I'll tell you real quick. So I was working at a furniture store at the time, and I I was told as the as a warehouse guy, do not go into the main lobby. Wow. I heard a voice say, come here. So I went and I saw a glimpse, a, a silhouette. And I was like, whoa. But that's all I saw. So I went went home to my nephew and my best friend at the time. And I told him about this figure. And he was like, dude, go on somewhere. Next day, I heard it again. Come here. I went in there, man. And this time I saw blonde hair and a braid. You know what a braid is, right? Yeah. Went back to my best friend at the time and explained it to him. Back then, we didn't have cell phones. We had wallets with a picture in it. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out this picture. He's like, bro, is this what you're talking about? I said, wait a minute. He said, nah, bro, that's my auntie. Wow. It never met her, bro. Never met her in my life. So, of course, you know, he said, he knows me. I'm not helping you. Mm. Because that's my auntie. Right. You got to figure this out on your own. So that's what I did, man. And I just became, that's when I really knew who I was. And that's when I really knew how I knew how to love a person. That's when I really knew. But check this out, Rob. That's when I really knew how to like a person. Oh. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you can love everything and like nothing. Yes. Being <laughs> likable is not talk. All you social media relationship people, that is not talked about enough. You better talk about being likable is oof. Yes. Go ahead. Ooh. So, 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 man, she, 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 she made me, she made me chase her. But I'm gonna tell you the turning point was, bro. When come on, man, we dudes, man. You know, we, you know, every guy there, you know what you chasing. Let's just leave. Let's just leave it clean, like. (laughs) Yep. She broke it down to me. She said, "That's not what you're getting from me until you get to know me." And she she made me prove something to myself that a real relationship was worth sacrificing all the things that everybody else had given me freely. <laughs> the gems that are being dropped. <laughs> oh. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> That's my newest drop. Shout out to Sheena. I had to hit that one. Wow. Yo. <laughs> I, I feel the same way, man, which is I've seen the beauty of relationships and that's what I want. So I, I definitely try to maintain a uh, a balance of, of, of ratchet and righteous out here. Um, but I don't, be, I, don't, <laughs> I don't be out there like that, man, just because I know there's a lot that comes along with it. And, you know, you and another person, y'all connecting like that, it can turn out a lot of different ways. So you got to be careful. But. You just dropped. That might be the gem of the year. <laughs> and I, 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 I dated eight months. Been married twenty two years, brother. Why? Hold up. Round of applause for Black Love. <laughs> wow, man! Congratulations. Thank you, brother. Hey, man, I, I I wear that heavy on my sleeve, man, because that's big, bro. And and I've been working with her side by side since '04. And before 04, we were miserable because we weren't together the way we should be. Mm-hmm. Once we realized that we have committed to something that is for life. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. This is something, something I got to give you, brother. People don't realize that when you're dating, you're intentional about the person. Yep. 
when you start your marriage journey, everything but the person becomes important. Mm. Oof. Oof. You worry about the job every day. You worry about the bills every day. You worry about if my dating good. Am, 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 I, am I still dating her? Uh, where's my time? Oh my God, I need to watch the game this weekend. Oh God, I gotta go to the grocery store. Who she just asked me if I want to have babies. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a, it, it, but no one time did I say, "Hey, baby, how was your day?" True. See, those are the things that you did every day when you were dating because you were trying to keep something that you didn't have yet. Mm-hmm. Got to work on keeping it though after the marriage. That's that's a new beginning. I say that's every every day you yeah. have to learn the people that are in your life. Who do I want to learn? That's <laughs> let me write that down. talk to him. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to him. Can I learn you? Huh? Never mind. You ain't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's re- but that's real stuff though. Yeah. Bro. you said something. Man. People should ask that question. Can I learn you? That's a question I'm definitely going to have to ask. Because if you if a person says yes, then they just open the the book. Can I learn you? Don't use these uh these gems and tidbits for the powers of evil, y'all. Because I know some of y'all there out there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody you heard that. Like, Yo. <laughs> that is a good. Can I learn you? I'm gonna use that today. Yeah, so you don't use that one today. I am. I'm, I'll, when we get all, I got someone I want to text because I do want to learn. That, that's just the best way to put it. Instead of I, love it. I love I'm, it. I'm going to do that, man. Um, <laughs> man, you what? Uh, I only got a couple more questions for you. I'm gonna let you get out of here. So, thus far on your journey in coaching, what would you say your greatest success has been? This may seem cliche to many, may seem stupid to some, but to find my path that strength to tell me she trusts me and that I make her feel safe. Wow. See, people don't understand that you can be in a relationship forever and your partner can never feel safe. They can feel secure, mm-hmm. but there's a difference between security and safety. Safety means that a person will allow you to, to carry them and they do not feel like they will ever fall. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for... Jo- <laughs> he gave me a mic drop, man. <laughs> that was a mic drop right there, yo. Wow. Man. Now you're making me want to go back and ask some questions. <laughs> I see. Lord, you, I got to do some soul searching now, man. Wow. Yeah. That, I know that must have felt heavenly. Bro, start crying, bro. Dang. Man, that, that's like. Man, you can't imagine. And I got an alcohol. I have a strong one mm-hmm. that I don't try to cage. So to hear that, bro. Hell, <laughs> yeah, means even more. You got someone um, who lets you be you, man. You know that 
we were talking about the state of the world, man, and one of the things that's coming out now is the the voices of black men. <laughs> Where have they been? We are not all represented by hip hop artists and athletes, y'all. Uh, <laughs> we love some of them, you know, you know, yeah, part of our culture you. too. But that the, the 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 voice of the black man has just been. I don't want to say under attack, but just a, a huge topic of conversation. And I'm glad that you found someone that lets you use your voice and well, not let you, but accept the fact saying. that, you know what I'm saying? Because like so I'm many, saying. so many people, they, they we're scared to do it for so many reasons. And when it's not thrown back in your face and when someone can accept what you're saying and hear you out and say, yes, all sir. right, I'm listening I'm listening to internalize. I'm not listening just to respond. That makes yes. all the difference, man. So I'm glad you found a place like that. That's the place where I need to land. <laughs> For yes. real. What you bro? God. So, okay. <laughs> My last question for you. And then, you know, if you have anything else you want to um, talk about, we can. But my very last question for you. Where do you see your coaching program and what you do, where do you see that going in the next five years? World change, bro. I mean, I've been told that I'm crazy, man. <laughs> but I've I, 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 I paid attention to avalanches. I've paid attention to tornadoes. I've paid attention to hurricanes. And they all start from something small and they grow to something big and they create mass destruction. So I said, if I can start teaching one person how to live in their truth and I create a tornado, a hurricane, I can create mass change for the best. See, you got to look at certain things for what they really are. I don't want to change a million people at one time, bro. I want to change one at a time because I'm going to tell you something about real change, bro. If I really help you change, you're going to change everybody around you because you're now different. <laughs> like we talked about and earlier. They either, yes, they either have to adapt to the new raw or they have to go another way. Yeah. And you shall attract that which will make everything around you even more great. And it continues to grow in that way. See, that's what I'm trying to create, man. I'm trying to be that pebble that started the avalanche that took everything over. <laughs> and they now call it truth all the time. And everybody's walking around, smile, man, I smile 24 hours a day, man. Every day is a beautiful day to me, whether it's raining, sleet, snow, or hail. I love everybody around me. I don't like all, but I love everybody. <laughs> like I want to talk to because, because even if me and you never have that conversation, the next person you meet just might. That's true. <laughs> Changing the world. One, one person at a time, man. The ripple effect. Yes. Dang. I needed this conversation more than I thought I did. I know our <laughs> listeners needed this conversation, especially now we're in the middle of the year, y'all. It's June. People got goals, dreams, aspirations, and we all trying to figure something out. And 
I personally needed to hear this, man. I, I got to get off my behind and get some stuff done now, but I really needed to hear this. And thank you for sharing this uh, this free session. I feel like we got a free session. <laughs> but I am going to have to look in the mirror and do some reflecting, man. So I, I want to thank you for that. And before I let you go, man, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can follow you, and how they can continue to support what you're doing. Man, I'm old school, so I keep things very simple. Truth Coach Randy on all social media platforms as well as my website, truthcoachrandy.com. Go there and get your book, copy of Truth of the Matter Is. Hey, get your copy. I'm telling you, it will help you on a daily basis. It's a quick, easy read, and I'm talking. I, that's what I did. I did it for, and all of my books will be the same way. If I, if I will never write a book that will make you. I don't want it on your shelf. I want it in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's how I want it. So you can reach me there. And, uh, you know, I, I have an online uh, university, Truth University. You can find that at the simsapproach.com. That's S-I-M-S approach.com. Uh, and it'll get, and once you get to the Sims Approach, the Sims Approach is actually my copyrighted method for coaching. It's based on the story, implementation of change, manifestation of what you've implemented, and then show and tell the world who you are for your actions. So you do that, and I'm lit. I'm here for you. I love everybody. I'm I'm ready to change the world. If you're ready to get in line, come see me. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Randy, thank you for joining me. All all of his information will be in the description, y'all. And again, the mission is being fulfilled. We are promoting positivity. Y'all make sure y'all support this good brother. He will be back on the show. He is going to be a regular. I might have to plan something with him, man, because whew, the gems I just got. Did y'all get the gems today? I got the gems today, man. Y'all know y'all can follow us, FME underscore podcast on everything. From my experience, podcast on Facebook. Don't forget to download. Oh, you know what? Pfft. Let me cancel the outro. This is why I love being in charge. Yo. Tell us about your cooking. Your cooking. Uh, I almost forgot. That's important, man, because we got Pass the Peas app. Shout out to my boy, Carl Van. So there's an app. I'm going to tell you about it real quick called Pass the Peas. So my boy was inspired by this because he lost his grandmother. And with her, um, her recipes went. She had some biscuits that she made. And he said he had a dream about the biscuits and nobody in the family knows how to make the biscuits that grandma made. So he said he didn't want he didn't want other families to have to go through that. So he invented Pass the Peas app. And it's a recipe app where you can put your recipes in. You can do video instructions. So now you have that personalized touch of that loved one showing you step by step. Or even if you're in the kitchen with them, you have that. And you can create collaborative cookbooks with your family. So you can get your cousins, your aunts, your uncles. And y'all can share those recipes instead of finding those scraps of paper or those old wow. cookbooks. You can have everything in the palm of your hand. So what is it that you like to cook, man? You, 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 they call you Chef Coach. I, I saw you said that. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They call me Coach Chef, man. And, and, and well, see, it's, it's crazy because it's, it's, it's like people told me that I, my, every time people say, who do you want to help? They look for a demographic and I say the world and they think I'm crazy, but I don't believe trauma has a face or color. Trauma is universal. Yeah. So, so with cooking, man, I don't have a genre, bro. I do. I'm, I'm on every corner of the, of the universe every corner and it, it, it is so funny rob like i got the things that i cook as a staple but when like i have guests over mm -hmm. that's when i try something new 
I am so not afraid to fail that I love to give people something they've never seen before. And it's also something that I've never done before. So you a risk taker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, when, it, when it comes to people and food, the last thing most people want to hear is you tried something new. Okay? Like, <laughs> especially when they hungry, like, eh. That's like breaking the Thanksgiving rule. Like, I tried something new with the macaroni. Oh, at Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> Do that at Christmas or something. Like, but. <laughs> oh, that's, that's where it came from. But, like, seriously, man, like, when I was five, I remember my dad was watching. We used to watch Emerald a lot. And uh, I, fell in, I fell in love with the creativity of it. And, man, I just been cooking my whole life. And one day, my wife was like, bro. The world needs to know what you do for me because my wife doesn't have to cook. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Ladies, y'all heard that. He's taking. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what you mean? She was like, babe, they need to see what you do because you be chefing. And she created Co-Chef, man. She just started She just started filming me, started being a page, and started putting the stuff that I do out there, man. And, man, it's it's crazy now. So now I'm intermingling both because one thing about food, it helps people listen. Oh, yeah. So now I take my book and people will bring me into their homes. I'll bring in food and we'll do readings. I'll pick a, they'll pick a chapter and we'll do a reading about the chapter. We create a conversation amongst good people. And we're helping. It's like you said, it's like the free session. Yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you, and one thing that would be good, I would love for someone like you in South Carolina, I love somebody like in South Carolina to get my book and read it and be like, oh, oh my God, I need to get in touch with the coach. And they email and they say, coach, you think you could come to South Carolina and do a reading for me? I'll be there because man, it's, 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 I'm, I'm not hiding. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiding. I, the truth can't be hid. The truth must be revealed. You, how many more gems you got left? We keep dropping the gems, yo. I do want you to download past the peas. I would love to see. I am. I would I love am. to see I you am. on there, man. And you know, I got my, I got a couple recipes in there. I need to put more, but it's dope because there's a timeline when you get in there, and you can see other people's recipes and try it out. But I got it, man. Pass the I'm going. I'm doing. I, I appreciate that, and I'm glad to know that you're available. All right, we we out of here for real this time, y'all. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> I thought about the chef thing, and you know, I had to go back. But like I said before, um, Randy's information will be in the description. Our information is in the description. We love y'all. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.